Welcome to the D-Shift Podcast, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you transition from the challenges of divorce to discover the freedom and ability to live life on your own terms. Are you ready? Let's get this shift started. Hi, and welcome to the D-Shift Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have Katrina Sawa and she is a an amazing woman who does a whole bunch of things. So I'm going to introduce her briefly, and then she's going to share a little bit more about her expertise and areas of wisdom. Katrina is the CEO and founder of Jumpstart Your Biz Now, and she is also the CEO of Jumpstart Publishing. So those are two uh, really interesting titles. I love the idea about publishing a book, too. So that's fantastic. So Katrina, welcome, and thank you for being here today. Thanks, Marty. It's awesome to be here. <laughs> well, it, it's so that's one of the things I like about podcasting, get to talk to people from all over the place and who have all different areas of expertise. So Katrina, why don't you share a little bit about what what got you motivated to do what you're doing today, a little bit of your story and your journey? Yeah, well, like a lot of entrepreneurs, I was fed up with the, you know, my previous job, right? My J-O-B. <laughs> and uh, I used to be, well, I've been in sales and marketing all my life, different kinds of positions. My last, um, my very last job, I actually told my boss to, in a nice way, shove it. In a not so nice way, shove it, actually. And I just said, okay, I'm starting my own business. And I never looked back. And so that was a very freeing moment for me. Um, but in my, uh, my starter husband at the time was not so happy about that little decision that I did and a whim. And, uh, so yeah, it, it caused a little rocky road, uh, for our marriage, but, uh, it was the best thing I ever did, you know? <laughs> so, so it, it was a, one of those happy mistakes. Uh, it was, yes. Yeah. So I knew I was meant to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't always know what that looked like. Right. You know, I luckily I had hired a business coach before I left the job and um, had said, well, I don't know what I really want to do. I, I love helping people in their business, but I also love making gift baskets and selling gift baskets. And I'm so glad she deterred me from doing the gift basket business because that's just like all inventory, no profit, right? So I'm like, thank goodness. I got some direction because we get these ideas as entrepreneurs to do all these things, but which one are going to be the money makers that also follows your passion? Uh, yeah. But you gotta, you gotta follow the money too. Yeah. Or you can, yeah. And sometimes I think that's where, um, not, not just women, but all entrepreneurs get caught up in that. I want to serve. I want to help, especially people that call themselves or that are coaches or that are um, providing some kind of education or providing some kind of a personal service to somebody else. We really get caught up in that, um, you know, making a profit is a bad thing and asking, asking for, you know, asking for a dollar value makes you an awful person and things like that. And that's, is that is such a bunch of garbage. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. I would say stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. My, my stop it button, I give out to clients and at my events because people have all these excuses or they're like, oh, well, so-and-so says this. Well, that's why I can't offer or raise my rates and nobody buys it. This. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. There's billions of people on this planet. All we need is this many teeny tiny bit to really make a difference in the world, but also to make a lot of money doing what we love. Yeah. So stop with the excuses and let's go make money doing something that we love. But 
it, there's so many things that we have to learn as an entrepreneur, as well as managing our personal life too with it. So right? tell me a little bit about what do you think is the biggest hurdle? Because we're, you know, uh, the audience here is probably mostly women, although there obviously our men are more than welcome to listen in. Um, if if you're if you are a woman who's maybe or a person, let's just say that, let's use that term, a person who is deciding maybe going through a transition in their personal life, going through a divorce, or maybe just out of a divorce, or maybe a combination of that. And like you said, just, you know, fed up to the eyeballs with dealing with corporate crap. What, what do you suggest they do? Or what do you see as the biggest obstacle for them to, to make that big decision like you made? Yeah. Well, on the, the career business side of it all, please stop like settling for a job that you hate or people that are unkind to you in the workplace and go after what you really want to do. The grass is greener. You just have to know what to do and how to do it in order to get where you want to go, whether it's a better career, um, more money, or, or launching out in your own business. Please don't hold yourself back. I've had too many clients who stayed in the job because they made over 100000 in their J-O-B not believing that they could do it in their business, even though I told them and I showed them and I da da da, you know, they would just drag their heels to try to get into entrepreneurship. And I've had so many of them who are now entrepreneurs out of the job who said, thank God, you know, I listened to you. I should have listened to you sooner, right? And so there's that. Please don't settle in your business life or your career because life is too short, mm -hmm. right? And then in your personal life, you can't settle either. You can't settle for people who aren't supportive of what you want to do. When I got married to my first husband, I, what, I was in a job. He was in a job. We actually met doing door-to-door -door sales. I thought he was a little bit more outgoing than he really was, right? <laughs> and so when I started my own business, I'm like, well, I'm taking risks. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go networking. I'm going to go speaking. And he's like, he got a job and he's like, well, I just want to go to my job, come home, drink beer, sit on the couch, watch TV, go to bed, get up and do it again. And I'm like, oh, that's not. Yeah. Once I started my business, I'm like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. I want this over here. And he wanted to stay there. And we couldn't find a happy medium, nor was he willing to really learn more about me and what I wanted because I changed what I wanted. Right. You deserve to change what you want to do yeah. over time. And if you're the right partner, we'll grow with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what you said there, that that is a very powerful statement because um, I think a lot of times women feel like we have to, you know, there's this stereotypical societal pressure of kind of, even though we may know it intellectually, we are a partnership, there's still kind of like that the dude is the leader, <laughs> you know, it's kind of... It's just so pervasive, right? And I mean, it's a generational thing. I get that. But I still think it's there. I mean, I talk it, to people in their 20s who still like, well, you know, but that's not what he wants and, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it it, it does depend on how you grew up, right? And and my parents were very traditional in that sense, too. Uh, but you, life is too short, okay? And you should, I have clients who have gotten divorced. I have some clients who are in the same marriage forever and ever and ever who are, I can tell they won't talk about it. I have one in particular who's in her late sixties who won't talk about it because they were told not to talk about the personal stuff. I know it's the relationship that's the problem. 
holding her back from getting more clients and making more money in her business. I know it is because I've seen it through dozens of other clients, but she won't talk about it. She won't admit it. She won't face it. She just lives with it, lives with an unhappy home situation that's corrupting her business success. Yeah. It's how it happens. Yeah. And then I've had people who've been divorced uh, on their third marriage saying, well, this is my third marriage. And I went into it with an agreement with my husband saying, I don't care what happens. We're not getting divorced. And that's just the way it is. I get that, that, okay, it's your third marriage and you don't want to see be seen as a failure as a third time. But this person also is getting demeaned by her husband, you know, um, talked down to, sure. not believed in, not supported 100%. And she's making a freaking killing. Yeah. Okay. But she wants more. Yeah. And he wants her to do less. And, and I personally think they should get divorced, you know? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But she's so adamant about not failing a third yeah. time. I don't look at it like that. Yeah. I look at it as like, this is the evolution of me and my business and my life. And I'm going to, I want to strive for complete happiness. Right. Period. Right. And this, I'm not gonna settle. And I want to jump right out here and say, we are not talking that every woman who, who, who takes that entrepreneurship journey is going to leave her husband in the dark. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm talking about the worst case We're scenarios talking about here, examples but... that we have to deal with. So absolutely. I get that. Please um, try to fix your marriage if you can. Yes. <laughs> I'm all for that. However, if it doesn't work, you can let it go. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. And I want to go back to something. And, and, and so thanks for talking about that. But one of the things I do want to go back to is when you, when you first started the, this little um, part, uh, topic that we just touched on, you said that people often don't leave their corporate jobs until they make sure they have something in place. Yes. I don't think that's necessarily a bad decision to have a plan laid out, especially working with somebody like yourself or a yes. business coach who can walk you through. Cause I see people who get caught up all the time in these, you know, make a million dollars in your first six months of business as an entrepreneur. Anybody who's selling that kind of stuff for 47 bucks is only making money off of selling garbage to you for 47 bucks. They know nothing about what they're talking about. I'm just going to say that right out front. I would agree. Um, and I don't want you to run off and leave your job, right? If you don't have secure, a little bit of security, but too many people hold on to it when they have security. Yeah. Like I left my job and I had a 401k. Um, of course, nobody wants to touch their 401k. Nobody wants to get into debt. But you have to invest in your business and the growth of your success, uh, period, end of story. You're not just going to be able to leave a job and then know everything you need to know about running a $250,000 business a year. You're just not going to know. You're not going to be able to do that in, I don't care what world you live in, yeah. but that's not, that's not a reality. So you're going to need to invest in something, in someone. And yes, it is helpful if you could do it while you're still in AJOB, um, but you're going to have very limited time, right, to be able to work on things. So that's when you discover your brand, your purpose, maybe put a website together. Maybe you start developing some marketing materials, your speaking information. You start developing some leads and maybe a list and start just talking to them. And then when you're really ready to launch, because most people are not going to replace their their full-time job income without leaving the job. Right. You're just not going to. They think, oh, I'm gonna, as soon as I replace my job in the business, 
then I will leave the job. I'm all, that's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're not going to go make a hundred thousand dollars in your business while you're making a hundred thousand dollars in your job. You just don't have the time to do that. Yeah. So as long as you can make a certain amount of income, maybe a third of that or a few thousand dollars so you can see proof that it works. Then you leave your job and you have 40 hours a week or more to work on growing your business. And right. boom, you can make money like that if yeah. you focus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's the that's the thing is how do you balance those expectations? And yeah. I think that's that's we talk a lot. I, I work a lot with my clients about just overcoming the fear of what's the potential for the future. And when you're fearful of the future, you're not going to, you're not going to let go. You're going to grab mm-hmm. onto whatever life raft you're holding onto. If that's your, if that's your J-O-B or if that's your, you know, I've got to, I've got to stay in the house. I can't give the house up. Whatever the deal is that you're holding onto. If you're doing that because of fear, you cannot move forward. You're stuck where you are. And I really like the idea of working with somebody, having a plan in place. And that's what you do, right? You work with people to actually create that plan. Totally. Yeah. A realistic plan and or I get you in action because a plan by itself is not good enough without implementation, uh, at least a little bit here and there. Right. So if you only have two hours a week to spend on your business, then I show you exactly how to spend those two hours because you have to be productive and efficient when you have a job at the same time as you're building a business. Yeah. So realistically, um, what do you think is the timeline where a person can go from corporate uh, to entrepreneur and actually be able to be 100% income-based from their entrepreneurship? Like, is it months? Is it years? And I know it depends. I know everybody's different. But let's right. say everybody has things, base, a basic business framework in place, leaves their corporate job, um, has a small list, has a few leads, you know, small network. What's the reality to actually get into profit-making mode for most Well, people? you can make profit your first month if you're if you're relatively confident and, and good at sale, sale, selling, right? So, and if you have confidence to charge more, a lot of times people start their own business and they're undercharging and undervaluing because they don't see how, well, I'm brand new, so I can't possibly charge what they're charging. Well, no, you're not brand new. You have years of experience. You just happen to be doing it now for yourself, right? right? So you have years of experience. You can right out of the gate, price yourself at the top of the market. If you position yourself like that and you have the confidence to spit that that rate out without stuttering, because when you stutter, you lose the sale, right? right? right. So I say charge as much as you can say without stuttering. If you can say like, hey, I, I help clients, blah, 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 and it's $25,000 a year to work with me, and and you have no problem doing it, and you show the value, and you, you just need four clients to make a hundred grand. Yeah. Or people. So you can make money today. You don't need to have all the corporation and the accountant and the bookkeeping and the whatever and the website. You don't need all of that when you have a high-end offer. You need it eventually to sustain the business and to actually get out of chaos with lead generation, marketing, follow-up, and sales. But in the beginning, you could literally go to a networking event, have a speaking gig, and get a ten dollars to $20,000 client right off the bat. So you can make some money right away with the confidence and the courage and the clarity on what you're offering. That's where I start with people is figuring out what are you selling? 
What's it? What's what's the clarity? Who's it for? Why should they care? How much is it? What are you going to do with them? How do you want to do that? Okay, great. There's your offer. Go start talking to people. Right. You can make money immediately if you're clear and confident on that period. And I'm going to throw this in here. Um, I think it really helps if you stay in the same lane that you were in, in corporate USA or corporate Canada or corporate wherever. I mean, if you've been an accountant and you want to go become a scuba diver instructor and you have no background in scuba diving instruction, you've got a bigger uphill battle than somebody who, than if you went into say a consulting role as an accountant, or you opened a bookkeeping company, or you did something like that. Like there is a reality check here for people. And Yes. And yeah, I agree to a certain extent because so, so what you might look at is if like I have a client who was an IT manager in corporate and she is now a shamanic healer. I mean, you can't really get opposite ends of the spectrum there. Exactly. Right. She talks to Princess Featherlight in in her downloads. Right. Like like different than IT managing, but, and she, but she was doing it all along. So the scuba diver will be, will have been scuba diving all along. They don't just like all of a sudden scuba dive and now they're going to teach it. So like when in that example, the person's probably been doing the thing all along, just not as a job or, you know, so if that's your experience, yes, you can immediately shift to the new thing because you have experience. You haven't done it again in, in a business, but you have experience. So you could, like you say, it depends. Um, but what people are scared to do is they have an idea. They're in a job. They have an idea of what they want to do in the business. Say it's shamanic healing, right, from IT. They don't know how to transition immediately yeah. and get in those new circles where all those potential clients would be because it's not the same circles they're in now. So there might be a transition business model, right? So the transition business model, people are afraid to do. They want to jump from here to there. And what's realistic to start making money is, yes, transition from here to the middle ground with something that they have proven track record on. They can sell today, maybe for a year while they build this other thing. Right. Okay. So you can leave the job, do this, make money doing this because you have tra- track record and you're confident doing this while in the back end, you're building the new thing. Exactly. So you can do that. Yeah. I like that. I really like that. They don't want to do the middle thing. I say, well, if you want to make money, do the middle thing now, because it's going to take us a little while to get to this thing. Yeah. Okay. So that's just a logical thing for some that have that issue. Yes. Yeah. And do you, do you find there's a difference because, uh, between people who are trying to start a, like a product business as opposed to a service business? Yes. So people that want to start a product business or let's even say a brick and mortar, and I've worked with all of them, is they don't understand the costs that are going to be involved with that startup. So a product business, especially I've had inventors, right, and clients where I've got this invent. Okay, well, you're going to have to like do an invention. You're going to have to build a prototype. You're going to have to go to manufacturing companies to actually build a couple prototypes. And then you're going to have to shop the manufacturers and the stores to sell it in if that's the route you go. Otherwise, there's product. I've had people that create new CBD products, right? So CBD oil, and they get the strain and they want to put their own CBD labels out there with their own product website. Okay, but you're like, you are selling against all these other huge CBD companies. I'm like, that's, you're going to have to spend a lot of money on SEO and pay-per-click to get up in the ranks on the Google because 
I mean, who's going to go to your site? Nobody's going to find it. So there's a lot of different things to consider that people don't think about. They just think, I want to start this business with this product. I'm like, okay, you got $250,000 to put into that product business or that brick and mortar. If you don't, then either get funding or do something else first to make the money to fund the mission, right? So this is a great message because you hear so, I mean, literally look on Facebook. I'm sure you see them all the time, right? We can take your invention and within three months, you're going to be making X amount of money or we can start, you know, take this one coaching program and you'll land, you know, $300,000 worth of clients in the first six months. Please don't fall for those. Take somebody, work with somebody like Katrina who has the experience and expertise to give you the nuts and bolts stuff and not promise you that pie in the sky stuff if it looks too good to be true it is too good to be true right when it comes to this now you can luck out right i'm sure you've had clients that actually were absolutely floored with the response that they had right out the gate i'm sure of course yes i've had many clients who when we put them in the right direction and we say do these things don't do this over here do this then they see results, right? But there's too many people that think they know better. And I was one of them when I was (laughs) starting my business. I'm like, okay, you're giving me this advice. I'm paying you to give me this advice, but I think I know better. I'm going to do this over here. Like I did that. Don't do that. So did I. Yeah, so did I. I think, you know, I think the type A people, that's our go-to thing, right? Thanks for for your information, no matter how stupid it was. (laughs) It's kind of, that's our first thought, right? And so sometimes, um, and and I think that's one of the things, it's that, stop it. It's that investing in, investing in yourself and surrounding you with the professionals that can really assist you in achieving your goals. So, yeah. Katrina, this is, we've shared a lot. You have shared a lot of information in a very short period of time. So can you kind of give us a top of the mind summary um, takeaway for what women may need to consider if they are thinking about leaving their J-O-B to be an entrepreneur? It's plain. Just don't settle. Don't settle because life is too short. My current husband, when we got engaged three weeks later, he was diagnosed with cancer. And I thought, oh my God, I just found you. He's my keeper husband, not my starter husband. He's my keeper husband. I'm like, so we got him through that. He's okay. Oh, wonderful. But at the time I was like, no, I just found this totally supportive guy. I want that. And life is too short. So stop settling because you never know what's going to happen in your life. I love that. I'm so happy to hear that about your husband too. So that's fantastic. So I love that. Don't settle in your personal life. Don't settle in your professional life. And and don't stay in that corporate job because you think that's the only option you've got. At least explore it. Hire Katrina, hire a business coach, hire whoever that knows what they're talking about and get those ideas out there. So Katrina, you've got um, you've got something I think for people. I know you do um, that that want to get to know a little bit more about you. You want to share that, and maybe where how people could contact you if they want to yeah. um, talk to you a little the, more about this. We talked a lot about the love side of your life and the money side of your life, so I have both because I talk about it both. But the Jumpstart Your Biz Now website has tons of free resources. Get started there. You know, you can download a free audio of the. Love Yourself Successful book concepts, which is where I share the four things you need to focus on in your personal life that'll make you more money in your business. So that book is great. You can buy the book. 
Um, but there's a free audio there. There's a free ta- uh, call about websites. There's a free call to jumpstart your business. I'm happy to talk to you. Don't wait and don't sit and try to just gather free stuff. Like you want to just cut to the chase. A lot of corporate people love me because we just cut to the chase. This is what you need to do. Stop wasting time. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Love that. All of Katrina's contact information is going to be in the show notes. And I really encourage you to, I've been over to her website. There is a ton of resources, no kidding. Um, So take advantage of those. Uh, But like, I love that Katrina, do not sit around and take down freebies and storm in your file of things that you are never going to look at again in your life on your computer. So Have a wonderful day, Katrina. Thank you again. It's been it's been really fun talking to you. You you got so much information to share with people. So thank you for your time and your wisdom. Thank you. Thanks for listening and supporting the D Shift podcast. If you would like to attend live trainings by our amazing guests and have a chance to ask questions and get answers from our experts, join the D Shift crew. For more details and to sign up head on over to www.divorcecoachforwomen and click on the podcast page.